Prepare to enter the Elf Tree. Like, a, like a little jug band thing going on the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi there, everybody. Welcome to the show. You're supposed to like fucking... Oh, no, I thought you were... Oh, hi there. Right? Yeah, I thought you were yeah, going yeah. like, to say, I, I guess, I'm Ian. <laughs> I guess it's just, you know, a hi there. Oh, hi there, everybody. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, everybody I'm, from Canada is totally with us right now. They're just like, yeah, hi there. Hi there. Hi there, Ian. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So when we take the show up to Canada, people will will, will fit right in with the locals. We just got to... In their we, hockey we would We would call that particular stretch of shows, hi there, eh? Hi there. <laughs> Everybody's wearing um, jerseys, hockey jerseys, and well, skates. Even though there's no ice around, they're still I'll wearing get you the to, skates. I'll get you to knock out a couple of my teeth before we go. Okay, you'll fit in. Uh, I don't know if we introduced ourselves though. I'm oh no, Ian. we didn't. I'm Ian, and I'm, I'm Joe. Ian. I'm Ian. It's Ian, and uh, my name is Joe. And hello, <laughs> hi Hel- there. Hello there. Welcome to episode number twenty-two. 23. 23. Oh my God. We're moving along. <laughs> we, Joe, Joe was pretty much passed out for the entire 22nd episode. I was. We, we skipped over it in his brain. I was, uh. We are progressing. We're going somewhere. You know, we're on, a, we're in our little rafts. 23. It's, it's, cause right now we're still. Rowing down the river. We're still on show numbers that are less than my age. So yeah. I can't help but, you know, think, okay, at 23, what was I doing like this? this oh, that's man. where this, this show was. That's a weird thing to think about. It is a weird thing to think about. I think I. Because a show is not a person. I think when I was 23, I dropped out of college. Dropped out of college? Uh, pursue my dreams. Well, you didn't necessarily drop out of college. You had to you, stop the bleeding, man. You, you halted. My you debts. halted further education for worldly education. My imaginary debts were collecting up, and I didn't. I didn't want my monster. <laughs> and they were they were being represented any- by very real pieces of paper. Yeah. Very real cut down pieces of trees. Cut down slices that, of that a tree. That gave their life for... Slices of the giving tree. Yeah. <laughs> by Shel Silverstein. Many trees give their life every year, Ian, to many college do, students. Do, do, do. I'm just playing the sad music. <laughs> back. Keep going. Here you go. It's do, like do, do, do. When, when that kid goes, you know, for the first time, they go down after their first week of college to check out, you know, their mailbox and see what's in there. And lo and behold, <laughs> there's nothing but a bill. It's it's uh, all that I ever got in my mailboxes was you know some sort of bill or some sort of no. junk mail, some, some sort of do. I still like, I ah. still get. I don't understand. For a long time when I was growing up, I seem to remember my parents finding some sort of way that we didn't get junk mail. I don't remember getting those stupid mailers and the the grocery, yeah. you know, all those kinds of things that, yes, I'm sure... Cut away. Uh, Your parents, like, holding down the mailman, like, with a knife, yeah, like, exactly. telling him if he puts one more piece of junk mail on the... <laughs> just, I don't but, know who you work for! But I get them. Yeah. I, I don't understand. I didn't sign up for this stuff. Yeah. Like, why am I getting this? And how do I stop it? Because it's... it's Got to move a shit ton of times and, and lose your paper trail. P.O. boxing it. Well, but that's just it. They put them in every single mailbox. So wherever I move, if I have a mailbox, I will be automatically assigned a a set of crappy junk mail. It's kind of shitty, right? It is a little bit. It's because uh, it's. But you know what? It's 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 got to be a profitable 
investment for them. Mm-hmm. Like as much as people say it's a wasteful, you think but so? I mean, I, I think, think more I think people they must see enough of a enough growth in their sales from things like that to make it worthwhile. At least. So you think that many people like get their mail and they dig through all of that bullshit? Like the oh, another Little Caesars pizza card that tells me yeah, a pizza is five dollars. I know that. Yeah. Um, I'll set that here. But but it's got a it's got a mouth watering picture of a beautiful looking cheese pizza on the front. Oh. And that's just gonna make you be like Ooh. Triggers yeah, the brain could, cells to I go. Can go for some pizza. Where can Ooh. I find some pizza? We've oh, had this before. In my hand. Eat Little this, seizures. Joe. You're lactose intolerant. This yeah. is gonna destroy you. Dude, you I see, I'm I'm gonna have no uh Whenever you like actually like ruin your evening because you've had milk or had had cheese or something like that, I'm not gonna feel sorry for you because you know this. Oh, I know. My roommate in college yeah. did the same thing. He would come home at you know midnight after working in the theater all night and yeah. make himself some grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, I just got unwind, man. Yeah, he's <laughs> like that's his his way of of taking it to the limit. Bro, where's the cheese? Dangerously. Where's the fucking cheese, man? Have we got any of that monster? Uh... Your parents are here. We're we're all waiting to talk to you about your addiction to cheese and you, your flatulence that comes after you go on these cheese binges. <laughs> it's it's unbearable, dude. It sucks, man. Like being lactose intolerant sucks because I really love cheese. Cheese is delicious. Um, I can't say it's very healthy uh, in any way, shape, or form, but you know it's it's very tasty. Uh, it's not healthy because it's usually in addition to other types of dairy. I mean. It's it's all made from dairy, so it's just yeah. A but way like a lot of dairy has right? like coagulated. That's the word. There's like a lot of pus and shit inside the milk, and you know what I mean. Like, well, sure. The procedure's done. It's not like mom and dad's farm. You know, they kind of mass produce milk for most cheeses that you would get on a random pizza, unless like a restaurant's doing okay, sure. You know, specialty cheeses, which is sure. fucking expensive, man. It is. So well, it's just kind of you could find farms. You know, because I know that there are a couple of places in in the Dallas area. I'm sure there's a lot more out here that we you can buy. Like, um, I think it's called live milk, some organic legit leche. I mean, literally out of the cow and into into a cooler is. I mean, it may not be that that basic, but it's like hot off the homogenized. Yeah, I mean, it's it's (laughs) not it's not processed and homogenized. It has all of the natural bacterium and and enzymes and whatever in it that milk is supposed to have and if it it the claim is i think i watched a documentary on this the claim is that if we were consuming these things in their more natural state we would have no need for all the medications that people take you know Mm -hmm. because our bodies would naturally align with the the enzymes of the things that we're taking in and their natural alignment. Yeah. And it, it, none of it would be poison. But it's also funny to go, like, our natural alignment, what is that? Because we don't know. Sometimes I wonder if we even are supposed to eat at all, if we even need to eat. Because it's like, I mean, obviously we have to eat, well, you know. But our, I mean, I'm our, saying like... Our human bodies need Well, sustenance. over time we've created a dependence on eating foods. Like sure. people are like, oh man, people have been hunting since blah, blah, blah. And it's true. People have been hunting. But at some point someone had to say, I'm going to kill this animal, you know, to survive as opposed to planting a bunch of fruits and veggies and shit. So it's just kind of like... Uh, 
just back with the with the milk stuff. It's like yeah, we started drinking it, but somebody had to walk up to it and just start squeezing this cow's titties. Yeah, I wonder what. The, you know what I mean? It's like well, well, I don't know. I bet udders. I know they're called udders. I bet they're you not <laughs> they're not titties. There's not cow strip clubs. <laughs> There's like a cow like I do declare those aren't my titties. <laughs> These are my titties. Shimming them. There's still like eight of them. They're like oh my god. But I mean, I imagine the milk. Drinking milk probably came from the fact that, you know, calves, when they're born, and, you know, they nurse off their mothers. Yeah, but, so it's a, if but a we nurse can, off our, our parents. It's not like we're right. taking calves and sticking them up to our parents' titties, That's making true. them drink, you know? Right. So I guess your question might it's like be... like an infancy thing. Why all of a sudden did we think, well, if we drank human milk as a child, why can't we drink cow milk as an adult? Or well, I mean, at some point lives, somebody's like, going to try it, just go, oh, I wonder what that tastes like. Because... Seriously, it's like this fucking secretion that comes out of an animal. I mean, it yeah. is what it is. And it is, we've learned to enjoy it because it's been, you know, homo- they, what do they sterilize it, homogenize it? Homogenized and, and yeah, so it's, yeah, pasteurized. you know, pasteurized. So See, it's like all of those processes, not to, not to just brush it off, but it is all three of those processes yeah. have to happen for that mass produced gallon of milk that you yeah. buy with the cow on. Front. Which, but then there's people that have like private farms that are just like, no man, straight yes. up like milk, milk right off the thing, you know? And it's Cheeses, like, ah. yogurts, all sorts of stuff. They sell in these like, little, yeah. you know, I mean, they got their own, their coolers, their, you know, glass front open coolers yeah. like in the grocery store. But you know, I mean, they, and it's delicious. Like I can't, I'm not going to say like milk is not, but it is, if you think about it, it is not very healthy for you. And it is interesting that like, I mean, it is when you're a kid, but the more you get old, I mean, no animals drink milk besides us. Like we're just literally doing it to do it. It's not even like hmm. we, we're grown now. We don't have to sur- survive off of the nectar milk. of, you know, hmm. mom's teat. So, what would you, <laughs> so I guess we wouldn't eat cereal. Well, it's anymore, a, it's a, we? it's an extra. Like it's like cereal. a, it's a luxury item. You know, it is a luxury item. You know, I can understand people living on a farm. But if we at, don't need it, why are we even bothering? Because it's an industry. It's an industry. I, I know oh, my yeah. own. I Big know time. my own answers. Um, Big ass industry, dude. It, it affects so, what would you so do? many things. So what would you do with cereal? Would you eat dry cereal? The podcast show cereal, or uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> like like podcast cereal. No, I mean almond milk or uh, like yeah, almond milk is pretty good. But even oh. then, I mean, it's like almond milk. Right. There's still okay. some ravaging of the environment and all the processes of like getting these things. You know, it's pretty but, uh, crazy, you man. You know what? It's not because. For the first people that saw animals and thought to eat an animal, I wonder what transformation happened in their brain because, like... This goddamn goat keeps shitting on my lawn. Like, you're not going to kill Maddie kill to eat him. Maddie. No. You know, because she's, she's your companion. She she has a... a, a Even though her thighs would and, be quite tasty. I mean, I would, I would walk around a fairground <laughs> chomping on Barbecue sauce on there. <laughs> Slow-roasted Maddie. God, so uh, terrible. Peta. Peta? <laughs> We're not actually going to do this. Got though. my prod out. Um, Keeping Peta at bay. Well, not you, Uncle Peta. Not you. Peta Stand down. Peta again. from Hunger Games. <laughs> That's who we're talking about. Finally got to bust that one out. <laughs> Your Uncle Peta. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like uh, an animal, you're not going to just... Why would I think to go kill a cow if this cow's just doing his own thing and I've never eaten, you know, hunted or anything like that before? And even if the cow died of natural causes... My brain still wouldn't necessarily because it's like, oh, that's a shame that cow died. You know, we should, you know. I mean, you can survive without eating meat. I well, mean, sure, it, it is absolutely just, doable. So, just wondering what everything the else change, is a luxury. It's not the, a have to, you know? Well, sure. 
But it, then again, you know, there's people that are like now reporting shit about plants and, and how they're reacting when they're being cut. Yeah. And, you know, different things. And, you know, some plants you can touch and they coil up like the little leaves. Yeah. You know, yeah. What is that? Venus, Venus flytrap? Fly yeah, yeah. That thing fucking eats flies, you know? It does. Well, uh, it... I Not get, with like teeth like you, we would imagine. Not like, like uh, little shop. Little shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rick Moranis. Feed me. Feed me. Um, what's his name from that movie? Seymour. Seymour. Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, no, it's it's just interesting to even think, man, if that's what's happening, like wh- I always wonder like, do plants, are they fearing? Are they making that chemical reaction because they're like, oh, fuck yeah, someone's eating us and we're being used in our prime before we go bad? Hmm. You know, because fruit can spoil. You yeah. know, if you don't eat yeah. it, it will spoil and then other organisms will eat it up, other bacteria. So something's going to consume it. So what? at what point is it being consumed? I think an animal's a little it's, different because it's almost like an animal has, it's almost got the same makeup principles as like a human. It's got organs. It's got a brain. Right. It thinks they're all different, all dogs and and goats and shit. They all have like kingdom. little personalities and stuff. So it's I think that's the difference in kingdom. If I'm yeah. if I'm not mistaken, the kingdom would determine whether something was like a plant or an animal. Yeah. And then from there, you know, that's why there are very basic differences. A a, a a tree does not have a heart, but a tree is no less a living creature. Uh, yeah, creature I mean, might not be the right word, a living thing, mm-hmm. you know. But so. the heart is like the, the heart is its its seed and whatever that fabric is, it grows with the tree the whole entire time. So I, I, I don't know right. what that is, you know. I guess, I but what I, I guess my intent was a beating heart that yeah, like a physical, it, you know, yeah, and, and yeah, exactly. organs, like you were saying, a digestive system and this and, and all those things. Mm-hmm. All animals have those. Um, you know, it's, but even trees, like they, they, with their roots, they spread them out and they soak like up the water. Photosynthesis and, and you know? osmosis. Well, and they can even cheat each other. Like other trees can like steal the water from another tree right. and kill another tree. Right. It's right. pretty insane. That's man. again, that's osmosis. It's, that's mm-hmm. sucking, sucking moisture out of, out of something that has more moisture than you. Yeah. Um, it's crazy, man. Like, but it's interesting. Like I always think of, Luxury foods. Like I, I went mm. in with uh, when Junebug was in town. We went into this uh, around the corner from this coffee place was a cheese shop. Cheese shop. And so I went in there, and the lady was really nice. She was telling us about all the cheeses, and mm-hmm. um, but there are shit tons of cheeses, like so many different kinds, and they're aged and moldy and shit. Oh yeah, people eat it. Like it's delicious. I guess it's um, it's fascinating. I've never been like a crazy cheese person. Like, you know, I like cheese. Yeah. Uh, certain cheeses, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. But some that are just like rotten that I've had that taste like you just bite into a, like a, an old moldy rag or something. Yeah. I don't. I don't Fuck. get all cheeses. I've actually That's a terrible. Description. My parents, when we were growing up, liked to do. Um, you know, every once in a while they do a dinner for themselves. It's like <clears throat> very just us, Ian. Get out, Patrick. Well, I mean, they were you know our parents. I was kidding. like seven years old. We were in bed, but they do like oh, varying sure. pates and cheeses Ooh. and things with like crackers, little bits of bread, just kind of a. I guess they would be called a mousse bouche or a tapas, oh like the like. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It would be just like little small portion things that you just kind of go and you'd munch on throughout the evening with conversation and all that. But they would have a lot of of. You know, interesting cheeses. Um, yeah, and and there I've I've had a number of different cheeses in my life, and there are some that are just horrible, absolutely yeah. horrible. But they're but like the most expensive great. ones. You're like, oh my god, it's this true. is a fucking this is a con. There's a con going on. I just don't get it. I don't understand. I would be interested to see what 
varying cheeses like Limburger. Limburger is a notoriously yeah. rancid cheese. But I wonder Oof. what you'd make with it. Sounds like a snooty uh, a banker. Limburger. Limburger. <laughs> Bow down and respect me. I don't know. I even know what. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> dude, it's like, I do think about like, uh, like what? Because, you know, when you go and you know, diet, like when I pick things to eat, yeah, I'm trying to keep my intake as simple as possible. And then sometimes I'll go off and I'll you know, eat at a restaurant yeah. that has like yeah. cheese and shit in the foods. Cause yeah. I try to, I really do try to avoid it if I can, cause it does hurt me. It does not feel good and it sucks. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like, like now I'm buying vegan cheese Yeah, and I'm sure there's something to blame in that whole region of like, Oh man, if you buy you, then you're hurting this part of the environment. I'm just like, fuck, I don't even... Well, if it's if it's processed in a factory, sure, you're going to be hurting the environment one way or the other because... I just can't. I, I like. I think plants are a little different to think about like versus cramming a bunch of cows in a, in a right. process to get this liquid from them. That's not mom and dad's farm anymore. Like that, that shit's over. Right. Um, not in this society, not American society at least. Well, if... Uh, I'll go back to that um, documentary, Back to Eden, that mm-hmm. I talked about a couple shows back. Um, if you, if you, if any of our listeners watch that, let me know what you think. But in that, you got to get through the whole Christian easies. Well, yes. You, yeah. Uh, put on, put on the music. <laughs> yeah. Just, just listen to something else yeah. maybe. <laughs> but, but the points, the points that were really fascinating, um, were that uh, the earth literally wants to grow. It wants to thrive. And so if you plant something with the proper, uh, set of circumstances, mm-hmm. nature will take its course and that thing will grow and thrive, whatever it is that you've been planting. And he's got his his whole, you know, methodology. It's like mulch, for right? The way he does it. Yeah. That's... And it mulch keeps essential moisture in the soil because it's a top layer. And it detracts from, you know, insects and it detra- detracts from weeds and this, that, and the other. But every year it just keeps getting mulched back into the soil and mm-hmm. it just keeps getting richer and richer and richer. Um, Does he keep, um, I didn't watch it all the way through, but did he keep putting mulch on it? Like every year does he have to relayer it or does it just, once he's, once you do it once, it's kind of just self-sustaining? Or? I don't know. I do know that he addresses that. I He addresses, I mean, he literally lays out the exact process. So it might be a, a certain number of years he does have to lay down new mulch, but maybe over a certain point, because that's what he's trying to get to. He's trying to get natural, to self-sustained gardening. Yeah, it's natural... Uh, Cause he he would go out in the woods and collect bark and would he shave it down or he would uh, he I think he would just be or getting did he pull it from the forest mulch kind of wherever he could find it some of the trees wake it's been up a little while like, hey someone took our clothes <laughs> are there you know that's that's cool though like because I guess he can grow things year round <laughs> in that absolutely hey everybody look who's here hey it's Maddie Maddie Lee hey Maddie's in town. Um, yeah, that's always, that's always interesting to me. Like just all these different methods that people are discovering and starting to kind of resource together. Yeah. Well, quote unquote discovering. Hey, um, quote unquote discovering. Well, right. I mean, but there's just a lot of them out there. It's like, I don't know. Cause it really is like when you think about foods and like, you know, whether you think it's okay to kill animals or not, like whatever you've been taught to believe, you know, it's right, like, right. it's like, 
I don't know, man. It's like there's all these crazy methods that are always the opposite of everything. So what is it that stops people from choosing? Is it Could it be pride or fear, you know? Because it's like choosing, like changing, choosing like even just, to, just to, changing your diet. Like yeah, when you change your yeah. diet, being around some people, uh, it's almost like people have to apologize because you don't eat certain things. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't think, I know you were, it's, it's almost like, wait. But that's a social construct because it's just not the norm. Right. You know, it's not, it's not, well, consciously, I would never, uh, Gosh, consciously, I would never make anybody feel as if their dietary habits were uh, an inconvenience, right. even though it does mean that I would, I would, you know, because whenever I cook for you, I, I rather than cook two separate things, because I could very easily cook me a burger mm. and cook you, you know, uh, veggie, well, veggie burger. That was a poor, a poor example, because, you know, those are pretty <laughs> easy to do, do, you know, those two separate things. But like, you know chicken or a steak or something like that and having to make like a stuffed mushroom for you rather than do anything like that i just adopt the the diet of the evening and it's it just happens to be around your needs because you've got the specialty needs so let's just all we're all going to do it like this it's no big deal yeah you know so so interesting though man because it is it is funny like it shouldn't be weird to be like that it shouldn't it shouldn't be odd but there's people that are like fuck that man like I would just make that guy eat a goddamn burger, blah, blah. You know what I mean? It's like, but you choose to do it, and, that, and it is seamless. I, I, you know, you saying that right now, dude, thank you. Like, every time no you've worries. cooked food, you know, it's been awesome. Nice. But, yeah, you do. You kind of just, and that's the same with even uh, James and his, his girlfriend. Like, they, when she cooks or they cook or whatever, they, I don't even think about it, but they just, I always, like, let people do what they want to do, yeah. and then... If there's something I can eat, I'll eat it. Yeah. If there's something I can't, I just won't eat it, yeah. you know? Yeah. But rather than just try to create, you know, oh, by the way, guys, I'm a vegetarian and yeah. you have to now cater to what I'm doing. I'll, I'll fucking leave. I can leave and go get food, you know? Yeah, exactly. So it's just kind of like, I don't know, it always makes it somewhat in certain circles. It's, uh, you know what? Fuck all this. Fuck all this conversation of food. <laughs> Let's beep all this bullshit out. Beep the entire, uh, entirety of the show. No, just like the, just the stupid shit I'm talking about right now. Like it's, you know, pointless. what we could be eating. We could be eating the, the snot from the matrix. Oh, what is that? You know, the, oh, the, they get the in the ship. Yeah. The little bowl of, of Man. runny eggs. That's what one of the guys calls God. it. If you close your eyes, it's almost like you're eating runny eggs. Ah. Uh, Shit. Or a bowl of snot. And that's, that's the other. So... <laughs> that movie. I've seen that movie quite a few times. Man, that's a good one. The first, I guess it was the first feature I ever knew the Wachowskis had ever done. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it was their their breakout film, The Matrix. Yeah, they uh they hit it big with that one. That they was did. a massive franchise. They did. You know, for the nerdies. Well, it was for uh, a little while. They it, it well. It For was, those seeking the truth. Yeah. Well, it almost describes the, the uh, it describes our, our reality of life, like the many different layers of the way people see. It's like, uh, like families that grow up in Spain mm-hmm. or grow up in some, you know, countryside of some beautiful, they have a different reality. They experience different things every day. And so their world is going to be different. The shit that bothers them is going to be different. Right. You know? And so it's just one of those deals. I think, the matrix kind of subtly says, and that's just, and I'm saying like the per, the family that grows up there versus in a city or whatever. Yeah. 
just on that small little level, that's a difference between realities. But then you're talking about like the entire thing that everyone's living yeah. under, you know, having to use money and all the shit. And we've talked about these things, but that's the structure that all of a sudden, you know, most people don't actually see it. They get that they have to participate in it, but they don't really understand the whole backstory of the movie that's being played out. Right. Especially you know? back in, was it like 1999 or something like that when this movie came out? Uh, yeah, like 98, 99, something like You that. know, and now they've got Jupiter Ascending that just came out. Oh, yeah, which and we saw. We did. It was great. 3D IMAX. I thought it was awesome. It was good. It was visually fun. There was some cheesy to me. Well, but- sure, of course. But there was some cheesy in The Matrix, too. Oh, absolutely. Although it wasn't it wasn't as like blatantly cheesy. I mean, hiring Neo is the cheesiest decision I of all. Know. But I he did a good he job. Did. I he, he did played pretty- the part. And the movie was so badass. Yeah. He yeah. just, he owned it. And he was the guy, he's like this nerdy computer guy that ends up becoming the most badass dude. He's very morose. In the universe, I guess. He's a very morose type of character well, that, that seems very lost. Yeah. You know, which, uh, same with Mila Kunis in, in Jupiter Ascending. She was, she scrubbed toilets for I a living. I hate my life. Yeah. Got up at 4.45 every yeah. morning. And went and scrubbed toilets with her family. Well, she had to first give coffee and tea, Ooh, or just coffee. She had to just, make coffee for the yeah. She had to fams. Like help make breakfast for the family. Jupiter, Jupiter. Four houses in a day is part of what I, I part of conversation around the dinner table oh. that I was I was catching. I was like, oh shit, they do three and four houses a day. Okay, so that's what? How much a house you think? Uh, but yeah, Jupiter sending, dude. It was. Uh, it was good. I think we trailed off there. We did. We did. But and we talked about it a lot. That's why yesterday. we had to cut that shit out, guys. Sorry about that. We didn't want to waste your time. But we, uh, you know, but we did. But we and, did. Uh, we apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so where did you find that Valentine's Day article? Oh, I don't know. I just came across it. Uh, I don't remember. Because it was fascinating. Yeah, it talks about like the origins of Valentine's Day. and Valentine's uh, Day is coming up. It is coming up. Saturday. I will I will be doing nothing on that yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll be I'll be, I'll be doing <laughs> I'll be doing plenty, but it will it will be plenty of my own things. It'll be nothing to do with celebrating or commemorating the uh random holiday that is the St. Hallmark holidays. Day. Well, yeah. Well, it was interesting to see that it wasn't truly yeah, cuz I know it's not it wasn't originated by a greeting card company, but it was definitely popularized um. Well, no, it was industrialized by a greeting card company. Yeah, because it was popularized years and years and years ago because it was a, you know, uh, an actual feast day, an actual sainted, you know, after a bloody event, after after massacres, after yeah. massacres. <laughs> it's 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 such a storied history. Valentine's it's interesting how day. we like we put ice cream on top of all these crazy events. Makes me wonder when we'll like. Uh, when society will start celebrating like dictatorships, but then you know, like the Nazis, and then they'll like call, create this holiday of like some crazy shit. Whenever that would be, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like why are we like? It's so interesting. I was telling Stacy today. It's like it's cool though that we do sort of go. Okay, this was a fucking terrible thing. So let's just take this day and let's just reverse and flip. Well, they yeah. The the that article was talking about how they took a pagan holiday and kind of horned in on it yeah. utilizing you know this this christian sainted feast day yeah. day of commemoration um 
and then it was like 19, 1918 or 1920 or something like that is when Hallmark grabbed a hold of it and oh, yeah. just made it into the monstrosity that it is today. Yeah, they knew the market was fresh, that they could capitalize. I, you know, because <laughs> we've, seen, we've seen Valentine's Day decorations since just after Christmas. Oh, man, I remember. I don't understand. I remember the se- Remember, like, elementary school, how all the seasons were so pivotal, like, in elementary school because everything was decorated that way. You, you did new, art new projects. Sort of placemat. Always yeah, something yeah. with each. It's yes. so weird. It's like this revolving door that would happen every year. Yeah, yeah. But I remember Valentine's Day in school where we would do, like, these little... Se- we'd make these, shoe- like, shoeboxes. We'd take a shoebox, wrap it up, and then put, like, a little slot on the top, and people could drop in your shoebox yes. little notes and shit. Yes, yes. It almost created like this little Pony Express kind of secret message or whatever on on Valentine's or I guess the whole month of February or up until yeah, Valentine's yeah. or whatever. But uh, it was always so interesting. It's like on Valentine's Day, all of a sudden the teachers and everybody would pass out this fucking these little heart candies. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, if you think about what's in that, it's probably not very healthy for anyone to be it's, ingesting. It's, it's fun. It's probably sugar. Didn't kill me. Sugar and chalk. Sugar and chalk, yeah. But it's interesting, like, to see how these events become something, and then you, th- it's taught to kids to participate in these things, and this is what you do. You have to give somebody something, or you have a crush on somebody, right. and it becomes this thing that you, all of a sudden it's ingrained in your brain to, like, oh, I'm supposed to have a girlfriend by now so that yes. I can get stuff and give someone something and get them a rose, and if I don't get a rose when the guy comes in with a, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, uh, when the, like, you buy poinsettias or some shit, yeah, like, yeah. and then they come pass them out in one yeah. class in high school or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's very like while interesting playing, to while see that. Kiss from a rose. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like the dude, the messenger <laughs> guy comes in. He's like, hey, "It's <laughs> Valentine's Day time." Yeah. I have. Let's see. I think I've celebrated Valentine's Day. I'll give myself twice because I can only really think of once, but I'm pretty sure I had to have done it at least one other time. Mm-hmm. And it's... I wonder if that girl's like, fuck you, man. I don't care. <laughs> I do not care. Um, it's it's, uh, it's uh, something that I've never, I've never understood, never really been that big of a part of even my consciousness. Like my parents didn't really do anything. My dad would still buy my mom a gift, but we wouldn't celebrate or or decorate or it just it wasn't a thing it was just you know a a random excuse day for my dad to give my mom a, some sort of present yeah. which he could have done just because it was Tuesday yeah whatever you know whatever day of the year decorating you know for valentines is a pretty big one for a lot of people cuz it's almost like the last thing that you can really decorate for until what easter <laughs> i guess but easter's coming up <laughs> i know easter, i was just i was kidding <laughs> it is interesting though that, like Oh, there's that garage. Well, we'll, we'll do it again. Do what? Oh. Oh. Because it's going to go down. Yeah. Our studio, it happens to be on top of a garage, so. Uh, a garage for someone's jet. A okay. garage for yeah. a jet. Yeah, yeah. It's Tony Stark lives under us. Tony Stark does live under us, and he chose not to soundproof his garage. That's okay. Because why? Why would you need to soundproof a garage? Well, I don't know. We hear him... You know, all hours of the day and probably, night, probably the on same his new Iron Man costumes. He'd be asking the same question, going, "Why would I let people live above me?" <laughs> I, I Tony own, Stark. I own this building. He lives on a mountain. Yeah, with his. Why would? 
we uh, we just randomly rent an apartment on top of Tony Stark's <laughs> like isolated, secluded building in Siberia. It's like the back corner of his underground lair. That's like we just happen to be on top of that foundation. He just rents it out. God damn it! It's loud. There it is. There Tony is. Stark. Tony's leaving. Everybody taking go, off go, in his jets. Go follow him on Instagram. His Benny and the Jets. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's just interesting. Like people do decorate a lot for for all these for holidays. A lot of holidays you know? There's a lot yeah. of it's like a there's a lot of people capitalizing on that and and bank a lot of candy companies banking on your participation in these holidays because aisles and aisles and aisles of candy just mm-hmm. for things like Valentine's Day and I mean Christmas. We just got over aisles of candy for Christmas and then we had Valentine's Day. Pretty soon we're gonna have Easter. It's all gonna be the same candy with pastel colors on them this time <laughs> that's true you what know? was your favorite easter candy uh cadbury cream eggs because they they good. really only came out around easter time here in america uh Is that the caramel in them well the but those yeah those would be the caramel eggs the oh damn the cream eggs are the original they are delicious Ship i mean they are horrible but they are great yeah um, damn i haven't had one of those in years it's uh, again it's a it's a racket they are capitalizing, trying to sell as many pieces of candy as possible. Did your mom hide a Easter basket when you were a kid? Like, she, let's see, my parents used to hide individual eggs. No, excuse me. My parents used to spy on the Easter bunny oh. as he would hide individualized eggs, you oh, know, like the little yeah, plastic yeah. ones with some candy in them and stuff around our backyard. And there was one section, you know, Oh, Ian, he said the yours are over here. And so I go and, you know, go do my little Easter egg hunt. Yeah, he wanted to get back to his beer and Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. But he would always he would always my parents would always corral us in one of our bedrooms and my dad would then walk in like ten minutes later and be like, I just I just I saw him. He jumped over the, the oh, fence before I could funny, catch yeah. him. And you know, he did this whole thing for us as as kids. But that was, you know, Easter. Yeah. You know. We we never really did a whole lot of uber candy at our house yeah. you know uh, we we had candy for movies like oh, if yeah, we yeah. went to go see a movie we'd each you know get a little candy bar did you get a candy at the like video that. store nope never did that Just, i probably because my dad was like i'm not gonna spend eight dollars on a piece of oh yeah hard crappy sugar that's gonna break your teeth no yeah. way um and then my mom would put candy on the tree uh at christmas as kind of makeshift Christmas decorations that you can, you know, treat yourself to. Oh, yeah. Um, Yummy. But we never did Halloween. We never did Valentine's Day with the candy. We never really did Easter that much. We did a little bit. But, you know, again, it was like 12 little eggs that probably had a little packet of M&Ms inside each one of them or something. Yeah. So it wasn't all that much candy. I remember uh, my mom would hide little baskets. And that we never, like... I don't. That's a cool little thing. We never like no one ever saw the Easter Bunny. Yeah, know? yeah. I don't think. You know what I? You know what's weird is I feel like I had a dream when I was a kid, and I couldn't tell. Like I, I don't know if it's if I really saw this. Obviously, it was a dream. Well, but, sure. But it was so real, like I couldn't tell if it was a dream or if it was something I actually did physically in my actual awake body. Your brain might have experienced but it. Was, it. Yeah, it was uh, looking. It was going down the stairs one really early morning mm-hmm. and looking around the corner and seeing the Easter bunny like nice literally hiding a basket behind our television nice and I don't know why but that always like was I just, growing up that was an image I had every Easter I was like oh my god I'm gonna see this thing again nice you know 
Do you remember that Easter? Was there a, a basket behind the television? I've, yeah, there was a, there was one hidden back there from time to time. Yeah, I remember. But that particular year, I don't I don't know. Because dude, that could have been a manifestation. It could have been. Shit. Yeah, that's right. Right. right? Yeah, man. But we, like all of us siblings, had our own little basket, and they were loaded full of candy. And nice, nice. Just so, I mean, just we each had our own damn candy store in there. I yeah. Mean, well, that's that is what everybody's encouraged to do for their kids. Because if you love I mean, your kids, Jimmy Kimmel does something every year after Halloween. Uh, the day after Halloween, well, I guess he puts out the call a week in advance or whatever. But the day after Halloween, he usually runs a segment that in which he's encouraged parents to the the morning after Halloween ga- gather their kids together and admit the horrible news that last night we just going to we just wanted a, you know a piece of candy and we we accidentally ended up eating the whole thing and like oh, these shit. kids I mean lose lose their minds didn't you do that with the uh, Halloween candy though was it the Halloween candy? Yeah, that's what, yeah. Did it, what, oh, what I thought you were saying with the Easter. Oh, no, no, no. Halloween. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He does it every year with Halloween. And these kids just <laughs> lose their shit. It's ridiculous. Because it's like taking cocaine away from a coke addict. Or candy know? from a baby. Because sugar is definitely one of the top drugs that is consumed by human beings. Well, it's it's a, a factor that has a lot of I mean, un, it's a drug. uncared about it's addicting. side effects. Yeah, yeah. Man, I, I fucking, like, I try to stay away from it as much as I can, but I, I can eat some sugar, you know? Well. I don't do it often, but when I do, I drink Dos Equis. <laughs> I drink Dos Equis with sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, man, like, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, yeah, the fucking, uh, sorry, I was going to say something else about uh, about Easter, but I kind of was like, eh. Yeah. I'm kind of over it. Over Easter. Yeah, I'm over Easter. Moving on. People love it. People put on their Sunday's best and go do Sunday activities and barbecues and shit, which is fun. It's always, you know, it's good family time. Um, The Grammys just happened. Did you watch them? They did. No, I I did not. I actually was only half aware that they were going on at that moment. The only person I was really concerned about would have been Weird Al, just because I'm a, a fan of, you know... I'm a fan of his his new album. Would you consider yourself a super fan of Weird Al? Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm a I'm a Weird Al. Weird Al has a special place in the history of my music appreciation, but uh, uh, super fan now. I mean, there are people that have him tattooed on them. Oh my god! You know, portraits and and signatures and all these different <laughs> things. I, I know that a is lot the about sexiest Weird Al. ass cheek I've ever seen. Ooh, gosh, because it's, you know, got, it's surrounded by Weird Al's curly hair. Oh, but they actually, oh, God, but they, instead of, like, it being tattooed, it's actually, like, a implant of hair that actually comes out. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, that'd be so gross. You know how people put implants? Yeah. Can you imagine if you had, like... Like hair plugs? Yeah, you had hair plugs put on your ass. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Shit, that was, you look like a Cabbage Patch doll on your ass. Oh, God, all pudgy and (laughs) pink. Congratulations, Al, for his win. Yeah, congrats, dude. Best comedy album. And was that his last labeled? Yes. So now he's free. 32 years. He uh, he finally fulfilled his contractual obligations. Wow. The cage door is open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now we'll see now we'll see what Weird Al's really about. We're gonna get some we're gonna get some uh, oh, what was his name? Garth Brooks, whenever he did uh, he had a Chris Gaines? Yes, we're gonna get some Chris Gaines out of some Weird Al. That would be bizarre. What if Weird Al did come out with 
just a, a very serious, heartfelt, you know, album, world-changing album. Do you think, um, or cheesy, cheesy love songs? Who well, because like, you know, Chris Gaines, was it him actually exploring this other side, or was that a joke to him? I. Because I still don't know if it was like an SNL sketch or if he was being serious. It or... wasn't an SNL sketch because, I mean, it, it was, I mean, if it was, it was ongoing for a number of years from what I understand. But Was his label like, hey, man, you're not making very much money, on, you know, but you should matter. try doing he's, this. He's Garth Brooks. It, do you think that's oh, one of the oh, most, no. do you think that's one of the most extreme? Because um, he became a pseudo character, like he became a character. He went from Garth Brooks to all of a sudden Chris Gaines with like goth and hair all like in front of his face and shit. But he still he was still Garth Brooks. Like, I know, was, but, but, but do you know what I'm saying? Like he became a character. Like some that's like he kind of he kind of split his character, didn't he? Because he he would still go out as Garth Brooks, but he would also perform as Chris Gaines, right? Right. So who is he? Oh, sorry, Manny. And what is he? Like what is his music? Which doesn't have to be anything, but it's just like well, it's. Is it Garth Brooks, or are we are we seeing Chris or Gaines is, playing Garth Brooks? Yeah. Know? Ooh, interesting. Is, he, is it just some dude who's playing the games and like knows the money and he's Chris go, Games good at singing Chris <laughs> Games? He, he's good at singing country, so he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna do this. I can write country songs. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. It would be very interesting to see just just completely different personas. Garth Brooks, if you're listening, you're invited. Yeah, Garth. Come on. Come on to the show. Come on to the show. Come hang with us. Come on to Hi Dare. We won't ask you to play. We won't ask you to smoke. You can if you want. And, and yeah, we will definitely not ask you to smoke. You absolutely can. You If you want. Well, in the state of California. Absolutely. If he's got a medical marijuana. Unless he makes us like go out to his mansion, wherever that is, in the middle of somewhere ranch. Garth, uh, do you have Texas a mansion? Or Nashville. I don't know. Maybe he's got a ranch house. He could. Probably, you know. I would imagine like most country you, stars probably okay, want to like yes, up, I was just you know, about keep up to a say, persona so they do the whole western Well, I was just about to say you are somebody who's lived in Nashville for a number of years. Joe, I imagine you've been around uh, celebrity country artist lifestyle and stuff like that. I, I I've I, seen some houses, but I've never like hung out with country stars or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. But you like know. okay, you you would tell to, me like, stories studio. about you would tell me stories about people that you'd see in your Starbucks like and I can't remember some of these names, but most of them, from what I remember of your stories, they just seem like pretty normal dudes. And I imagine, I don't know, I wonder, I wonder if somebody like Garth Brooks just lives in a, you know, 4,000 square foot ranch house. Yeah, totally. Know, he may. Like a, Absolutely. Very, you know. I'm sure we could look it up online too. But that's like, you know, what's funny is like some people. <laughs> Garth Brooks rented out the Hampton house after you guys moved in. Oh, dude. <laughs> or moved out. I mean, he's living in Oak Cliff. He becomes a hipster. Man, it's where Chris That's, Gaines. Yeah, like so you, yeah, it's exactly. the updated Chris Gaines. <laughs> no, it's the actual Chris Gaines. Yeah, you know he he decides to hang up the hang up the Garth hat. Yeah, he puts the hat up and he's like, "No longer will I be Chris Chains. I'm gonna be Chris Gaines again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Gaines back my life. <laughs> Gaines back my integrity." <laughs> As he's like putting eyeliner on in the mirror. <laughs> and he pokes himself in the eye repeatedly. No oh, pain, God. no gain. Yeah, as he's, he keeps. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like purposely doing it like he's a, you know, masochist. Yeah. So like you've been. Yeah. Yeah. You just, he's like extra sharp into this <laughs> eyeliner pencil and he's just like. <laughs> uh, he's not going to come on the show now. We just fucked it. Oh, I don't know, though. I don't know. I, I think. Maybe he would. I don't know. I think he would. 
I don't know, dude. Maybe. If I listened to a show and I heard people invite me on a show like this, I don't know if I'd go to that show. I'd be kind of scared. I'd be like, fuck, these guys are... I don't know what they're going to do if they're going to show He doesn't know us from Adam. But you know what? When uh, when he does know who we are and he goes back and listens to some of the older episodes and he hears that he's been officially invited That's in true. episode 23 on the show, he'll he'll be getting in touch. Yeah, he'll be like, Absolutely. holy shit. He'll be jumping off that that horse and he'll be I'm jumping s- on a, what, a Harley? What would Chris Gaines drive? A Vespa. A Vespa? No. No? You think? I don't know. Maybe um, like a Charger, like an old vehicle, like a like a fixer-upper? Chris Gaines. Yeah, maybe. Not maybe. like a truck or anything. <clears throat> unless he, you know, unless he was still tapping into his country. Chris Gaines might drive a, like a 19, like a 2000 Ford Ranger. Or, I'm or seeing him driving or something like Shelby's truck. Oh, yeah. You know, Chris yeah. Gaines. Maybe right. it's maybe it's been, maybe Shelby it's been Gaines. a little bit taken care of, a little bit, you know, more love been put into that truck. But uh, yeah. Is she, are you saying Shelby's being a character right now? So anyone who drives a Ford Ranger could potentially, maybe, be Chris Gaines. Be playing an alter ego? Could be. <laughs> could be. Who knows? I mean, I definitely know a lot of people that are uh, are what they own. Yeah. Ian and I investigate of, further. At yeah. five. <laughs> da da da. You know, it's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the, the yeah. Which I, I really dig that little theme song. I think it's a good one. Yeah. I don't know. Because I always listen to. You know, the little bumpers music with the, all the different, you know, when you watch a movie, they all yeah. have their own little song with their little logo that comes in. They all come flying in in pieces. And all the well, it's like, like, oh, it's like that song that you get played in on when uh, you're a WWE wrestler. Yeah. You know, they just like walk <laughs> oh, yeah, into exactly. this song, hyping up the crowd. EA Sports. It's, it's in, in the, the game. game. Yeah. <laughs> Fuckers. Wow. They got us, dude. They got us. The We've been jingles. programmed. That, and you know what? I will I will give props to the person who figured that out. I wonder who the dude was who actually wrote that and is like totally kicking back on, probably is not getting paid anymore from it. He probably gave the idea away and then. Uh, he, he very well might have done it under contract with EA Sports and therefore EA Sports owned it all together outright from the very beginning. Yeah, I don't know. Yay, <laughs> sports. <laughs> I wonder what it would be like working at a like a game place like that, you know? Like the people who put out Madden. Right. I wonder what it would be like working at that graphic. What is that? Like a It's a video game company. Uh, but there's got to be like all these like there's got to be some sections that are cooler than other sections of that place, right? Like some that are just the no. paperwork sections. Well, but but who's to who is paperwork cooler? You know, I mean, it's not going to be cool to the animators LL or to cool the people J, who are programming it. But Coolio. But, well, or for LL and Coolio that are doing the soundtrack for yeah, the newest. The Kool-Aid uh, Man. Yeah. <laughs> and the Kool-Aid Man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well. Oh, shit. Mix it in with a little ice cube. Maybe a little Sir Mix-a-Lot. Keep it, keep it cool. Yeah, Sir Mix-a-Lot and ice cube. Keep it cool. Did you say Ice Cube? I did. Like Ice Cuba Gooding Jr. Ice, <laughs> Ice Cuba Gooding Jr. Um, Which he just uh, no wait, it was LL Cool J who hosted the Grammys, right? For the fourth consecutive year, apparently. He must be really good. I've never seen his hosting. No, but I I from he's good I, at hiding into couches, from, camouflaging yeah, toys. Uh, from what I remember, LL Cool J at least <laughs> has a he's he can throw on the charm. He can you know he knows how to. He's like he AC Slater. To, Ooh. Oh, like, yes, um, Mario George, Lopez. Uh, Mario, I was going to say George, George Lopez. Lopez. 
George God damn Lopez. It. I mean, uh, yeah. So I imagine LL's probably got that that je ne sais quoi. Ooh, like uh, for all you French. Well, Neil Patrick speakers. Neil Patrick Harris has uh, hosted the Oscars a number of times. I think Who? Ellen's hosting the Oscars this year. Oh. Doogie. Oh yeah, he was pretty good. He did like uh, little dance numbers and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, but uh, that's that's what he does. He's a performer. That's true. Ellen, yeah, Ellen. I'm in, I'm curious. Ellen's pretty good though. She's good, and I mean, she's everyone follows her. Everyone likes her, right? I, I dig. I dig what. Uh, Never Ellen hear negative stuff about. Yeah, um, Ellen hasn't hasn't done anything to nice. to make me question what she's telling me. I mean, I I look at what she's telling me at face value. She seems like a very lovable person. Connectable, yeah. Ellen DeGeneres, you're invited onto High Dare. We're, Thank we're you. Just going all, all crazy. LL, t- you too. You too. LL, Cuba, one. Julio, Cuba. Um, <laughs> we got a list. If you heard your name on the show, you're invited. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Everyone, USA. Everyone. God damn. Not everyone. Bigger, not everyone. We need a bigger studio. Yeah, we're gonna need a bigger boat. Yeah. Shark oh, from Jaws, come be on the show. The shark from Jaws. Yeah, he'd be a great guest. I wonder how he would like sit on the in his chair if he would like cross his fin over, like he's crossing his legs, all fancy <laughs> style, you know? Yeah, One yeah, little yeah. fin would lay over the other. His like, tail's like <laughs> up, just kind of floating in the air. We have to throw water on his face. <laughs> we're still talking about Jaws here. Yeah, instead of offending him, Although like we're splashing water on him, we're actually trying to save him. Breathe! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, like the orca from oh, Free Willy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Man, that was a movie. That was back in the day. That was starring Michael Jackson. Starring Michael. Scored Jackson's by Michael songs. Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. Kidding. But uh, it was. I guess. I guess it. It was the biggest thing about Free Willy. That and I think the awareness of like, oh man, well, animal rights and shit. I don't know, dude. Uh, if you ever seen a whale's reproductive organs, that might be the biggest thing about Free Willy. Have you ever seen a whale give birth? Uh, yes, actually. Talk I watched about that. A plume. Of red in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a freaking I mean, smoke I mean, bomb. Whenever whenever somebody poops in a public pool, they have to clear it out and you know clean this shit. Like, <laughs> Something's cloudy over there. Imagine it, <laughs> a out. whale giving birth. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> in out in the tank. I mean, but yes, I saw it in uh, the movie Blackfish. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a Which, good one. You know what? I I, Where? I understand the controversy behind that movie. Um, but yeah. I chose to see that movie for the maj- the I almost said majesty. Yeah. Uh the, the majest- majesty. The majesty <laughs> of these animals. Because man, I mean, a whale. A whale is probably as long as your apartment. Yeah. I mean, from here to there. It's it's uh, well, it depends on what kind of whale, how old it is, <laughs> you know. I mean. But you know, these orca whales are yep. humongous and gosh, just the sheer, the sheer force. They were talking to some people who have been attacked by them. You know, there was this one guy, the whale grabbed his leg and literally dove down. <laughs> yeah. It was like, I'm taking you down to where I live, bitch. Yeah. And you just, you <laughs> see these whales and how hard they, they, I don't know, swim. You jumped off the tip of to... my nose for the last time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, I'm just, I'm amazed at, at, the training that, that goes into things like that. The dude always gets the glory. You know, he's the one that's showboating while the whale just like, hey, man, this motherfucker couldn't do all these amazing tricks without me propelling him into the air right. with yes. my energy. Dude, it's crazy, man. Like, it was weird watching Blackfish because I feel like, I admit, I was on my iPad and I was watching it at a SeaWorld. I got bored and I was taking a break and I happened you to watch it on. it at SeaWorld? I was watching Blackfish at SeaWorld. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, that would be funny though, right? It would be funny. Yeah, Joe, copyright. If that sketch ever is made again, I'm never going to believe you ever that. again. Oh, dude, I just I fixed it. I'm I would, should never. Like, had me. I just said that and kept it at that and just, you'd have been as bad. That's as called Brian, a lie. As Brian Williams. Brian Williams. Oh yeah, he he took a little leave of absence because uh, he. he did. Uh, because apparently he said he was somewhere where he probably uh, seemingly might not have been. Well, he was reporting false news to uh, glorify himself and, and make his journey seem a little more exciting, which I've done, uh, mainly when I was a kid. You've told um, people that you were in a helicopter that was... No, I mean, like, you know when you tell a story <laughs> and you, like, embellish someone else's behavior, like, this woman at the store, like, does, she said this to me, and it was probably not even half that. Yeah. You know, sometimes it could be worse than that, you know, but... It's the way you like describe something out, and so, yeah, I guess he changed his, his story about well, he I being think, shot down by. A, from what I understand, he admitted that it was a false story, and now you know. Well, after only because uh, the pilot or one of the somebody crew, started questioning one it. of the guys that was there, yeah, um, posted something after he wrote something about right. You know, I fucking it's so stupid. It's all yeah, drama. That's that's about the extent of attention I've paid to it at this moment because ladies because and gentlemen it, because it's all it doesn't drama. matter if if they didn't have TV cameras in front of them, it would be happening in inwardly in a company and we wouldn't know about it anyways. Yeah. You know, so it really would not matter. But isn't it, it is interesting to like see how what's happening right now because now his integrity has been uh, questioned big time and he's under the spotlight. And so he's had to leave. They had to literally get him off the air. And it kind of shows you like, man, if he's just one guy that's being one news anchor who's being uh, investigated for stories that they're talking about or yeah. things that they're sharing. Yeah. And I know his is a little easier because he was actually physically involved instead of just reading a teleprompter story, you know? Right. Um. It just kind of shows you, though, what happens and how quickly it happens whenever something happens like that. <laughs> it happens a bunch. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, shit. Word of the day. But uh, any event, any event in life yeah. can happen exactly like that. One day he went to bed thinking everything's Gonna normal be and right. as is. Yeah. And then the next day something called into question a very major piece of reporting he had done however yeah. many years ago. And it's, yeah, you, you have to deal with it. You have to deal with every single moment, every single day, one day at a time. Yeah, it's just, it's so interesting to like think about, I mean, cause it's probably even hard for him to think back on, you know, do you know what you were doing exact detailed 10 years ago? No, but I know that I wasn't ago. in a helicopter being shot down in Iraq. <laughs> I mean, the, well, you yeah, know, I mean, obviously, yes. That, but like other that's details, totally you know? different. I mean, right. being well, that's the that's plus he did that part. fresh off the 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 event, you know. It's on the air. Like he said it all on the air. There's yeah. there's very little he had to he should have had to go back and actually remember if you know the elements of his story are all you know recorded and documented. Like you know they should have been right from the get go. Like he he admitted that he actually had shit himself. <laughs> and um, had to survive off of his own feces for about a week and a half in the um, middle of the ocean, which is which is fascinating. In the middle of the ocean, <laughs> because they were in Iraq with a t with a tiger. No, it was a liger. It was a liger. He was in a in a a pontoon boat with and a liger. And a volleyball. And a volleyball named blood blood smeared volleyball <laughs> named basketball. Named Jackson. Oh, you know because we can't. I was going to say he named it basketball. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Instead of yeah, I, Walter or whatever. I don't know. Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, 
this is one of those moments that, yes, even though he might not lose his job, he, the, I, I, I'm, very hard. I have a hard time seeing uh, people giving him second chances about things like this. Although people gave, well, but that's totally different. I was gonna use Michael Vick as a as a an example, but that's totally different. Yeah, I don't know where you're going with that. Like, what do you well, Michael Vick. Michael Vick. Michael Vick's a pretty great football player. Oh yeah. From I'm sure he's know, a pretty good guy talented. too. I think he's a I'm, nice dude. But I mean, the whole dogfighting ring was a pretty big deal, and so he was, you know, investigated, just, suspended, and this, that, and the other for a number of years. Some people eat meat, and some people don't. You know what I mean? Like well, some people sure. look at animals like that. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Right. I would never do it just because it's animals hurting themselves and enabling animals to attack each other yes. instead of just love on them and shit. But <clears throat> some people just don't see it that way. They see like chickens cockfighting and all that. Yeah. They just see them as these like mindless things that don't have a soul. And hmm. so they just utilize them to make a shit ton of money and just if their dogs are winners, well, they're never worried about their dog dying or being the dog that's going to lose. And so chances are they deal with more victory than heartache in those circumstances with that kind of shit, you know? So right. it's like they raise these rabid-ass animals that go crazy, you know? Hmm. And uh, I don't know, dude. I just think about it. It's it like, sounds a lot like professional sports teams. It is. Because it's the same thing. Because they, they treat players as if they are commodities. That, they are. That are traded and, and swapped out and just numbers. Well, I was thinking, dude, like... Moneyball. Uh, Moneyball. That's what, that's what Moneyball's about. Yeah. Even though it's supposed to be a, a very, you know, uh, inspiring type of tale, that's exactly what it is. They figure out through through numbers and logic and probabilities mm-hmm. how to put Scouting. together a winning team. It's It was not anything to do about these players or their personalities or really even their overall talent. It was their numbers. Well, it's almost the same with uh, Foxcatcher. You know, right? Uh, when he was literally going, and he selects uh, what's his name in the movie? I don't even know the wrestler. Mark Spitz, Tra- Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Yeah, when he selects Mark Channing Spitz, Schultz. Mark Schultz. He just knew his me. potential. Like he knew what he was capable of. But in all honesty, his his whole demeanor was so like he was kind of insane. Who? Steve Carell. Uh, Channing Tatum. Channing. Like, he was Tatum. like this like animal ready to burst like this chip on the shoulder kind of guy you know he was he was the kind of character in Foxcatcher that i imagine is the previous version of the character he played in jupiter ascending yeah you know the very the very violent but you know uh, just hard-headed and focused and and everything kind of character and then you know he meets mila kunis and falls in love and becomes you know soft and sweet and sensitive and then uh they make a baby and they name him Foxcatcher. They name they name the baby <laughs> Steve Carell. <laughs> Steve Carell. <laughs> no, but it was interesting. Like you just see how he is literally scouting and paying yeah. for the best team. So he was. It it is the same. Like I was thinking about the Grammys. I was like, man, like all the people doing the Grammy thing, and I'm not like, dude, like congrats to all the people who win those awards because they do work hard and they create some fucking amazing ass music. Right. No doubt. But it is a it is a upper echelon game because yeah. there's so much more rap out there. There's so much more pop music out there. Yeah. There's so yeah. many more artists out there who will never play in that arena because they just their music is indie. They don't they don't go they don't over do it for those reasons. And the argument would be, well, if they're that good, well, then they would cross over to this side. But that's the thing is like once you get a band over to that side, everyone else is still boxed out. It you know? gets well. 
but that side is orchestrated by people who want to capitalize on their talent, the fact that they are that good. You know, yeah. and the second you get into that world, people will try and escalate you as far as they possibly can rather than allowing the audience to just become aware of you. Yeah. You know, if it was if it was literally somebody solely promoting through things like Twitter and YouTube and posting their videos and stuff online, I mean, things virally spread without music labels or representatives anyways. Why can music not just be allowed to naturally do that? Why can't yeah. movies just not be allowed to naturally do that? You know? Yeah, I was thinking, though, like... in podcasts. You've got, you've got all these people giving each other awards. Yeah. It's almost like... Giving each other it's, Hollywood handies. Well, it's interesting because like I, like I have respect for all the people who, again, are doing what they're doing. But it is kind of like... I almost feel like the Grammys are obsolete because it's always the same upper echelon artists that are in the same mix. Like we we're watching that little thing about, you know, just in rap alone, yeah. like 45% have been won by like what? Eminem. Eminem. Uh, uh, Jay-Z. Jay-Z and Kanye. And Kanye. Yeah. And it's fucking insane to think about. Like those are those are major label empire, uh, multinational corporate <laughs> artists. That's a lot of, that's a lot of stickers. That's a lot. Well, yeah. 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 But you know what I mean? It's like, it's a very um, top tier it company. Is. It is. Because um, you have to look at them like that. They're companies and they have that company money to make the best of the best, which is great. Like I get it. But also it's like, as a musician, it's weird to think like, man, I feel bad like even having that opinion sometimes because it's almost like like a football player, like being around a bunch of high school coaches and making fun of the Super Bowl. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like this upper echelon money where you're going, it's just money now. It's not really necessarily like, yes, there's artistry for sure, but something changes along the way. And I don't know exactly what it is. Hmm. But it seems like this, like it's a big gloat fest. It's a the, yank fest. The focus you know? is, is it seems to be what would, uh, that would be my observation on, on what might be changing is if you're doing it for the music and then you suddenly make it, suddenly you've got all these people around you that are doing it for the money. And it's so very difficult, I imagine, to resist that desire to yeah. be all about the money too because everybody else is and they're encouraging you to be so uh, and it's big money too it is big money like it's big ass money you can do whatever you want yeah yeah it's it's interesting to like think of it that way because the people who win those awards they do live in a completely different reality and mm -hmm. so it's like it's always interesting to me to like think of sports the same way like people who own these major sports right. teams are right. the same thing as a major label you know, I think that's more of the point I'm trying to make. It's like, yeah, with because money is power in this current reality, I guess. Yes, and so you just kind of see it. So, I mean, the whole Grammys, like, I didn't, I, I don't really normally watch them. Mm -hmm. Um, not because of that exactly, but it's more of just. I feel like there's so much ego on those shows. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, damn, I, I don't know. It's difficult. It's <laughs> difficult. I mean, I, I didn't watch the Super Bowl this year. I didn't watch the Grammys. I don't know that I've ever watched the Grammys. I probably won't watch the Oscars mm -hmm. uh, because I'll, I'll be bombarded with everything on the internet that's telling me what was great and worth 
watching on YouTube and what sucked and just, you know, you shouldn't even Yeah, you just with. wait till the next day and, and let everybody else do list. it. <laughs> I get a list of the winners and that's really all I'm that concerned with. Isn't that know? interesting? Like we live in a world where you can hold off just one day someone's going to do all the work that you want for the yes, next day. It's like right. you have your own private little uh, secretary is doing all this work for you. Right. And you can get online and go, okay, I'm going to see the best of last night and the worst because somebody else can like, had to do that. One year, what if one year that's how they did the Oscars? All they did was literally film the performances mm-hmm. and like the the opening sketch or the, the stuff like that. And then whoever the host is, get them to do an hour of stand-up and then simultaneously just release a list of the winners and see what people do. All in one room together. <laughs> what do you mean? Can you imagine if they like they do the award show and they have everybody in the room and all of a sudden they put all the award like the winners' names on a big screen so everyone <laughs> get, at one get time sees who yes. wins and loses. Yes, <laughs> it's like massive pandemonium. That would be great. You get the entire free for you know the 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 whole thing good to go as if it's a normal year oh, Oscars. Yeah. Everybody's all dressed up and everybody's making a big to do about it. And then suddenly you just like the lights go down. And on the giant screen, you start seeing the awards just like start to <sighs> scroll up through best, you know, start with best picture. Dude. You got to start with best picture, the big one of yeah. the night. And then just see the winner is blah, blah, blah. And then it just keeps going through the actor and actors and directors and man. It'd be interesting to pandemonium. like. You could, you could put a, like a, get like a really nice red camera and you film nice. everybody to where you can get the whole, the audience part that really matters. Yeah. Like all the celebrities that are, we're up for awards and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You film all of them to where you have crisp shots where you can zoom in and see like everyone's facial expression from yeah. every little name that came up. And you could probably do some serious reading of that. Like, wow, this is what this person thinks of that person. Or, you know what I mean? Like, and if you you're somehow what, able to like... You know, it'd be ironic is you'd rig... We would have spent the time before, like the weeks before, rigging the venue to when we hit that button and the lights go down and the names start going up, we're also jamming all cell signals out of the building. So nobody can like get on the phone and be like, what the fuck is going on? They're all like, they have to sit there and watch (laughs) cell phone jammers. That would be great. Lock the doors like on, uh, inglorious. Oh yeah. But we don't do anything. But that's it. We just lock them in so they don't leave. Not kidnapping. No, no, no. Um, it's been a good show. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We talked about a bunch of... It's been a random show. A bunch of random shit. It, we did. But that's that's what we do every week. Yeah, this is a very interesting show, I think. Like, thinking back on all the things we talked about. What do you guys think? What <laughs> Pontificating. I mean, we're, we're 23, 23 episodes in. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're still virgins. We're, we're bound to get a little... Uh, a little... Oh, what's the word? Naughty. Self-conscious. Oh. Self-conscious about uh, about the work that we're doing. So uh, let's let's see if we can get some interactions going. Yeah, and we've got. Uh, do we have anything? I know we like shouted out to uh, Pulp Epic and our website. Yep, hit yep. us up online if you get a chance. Go check us out. And there's actually a new button up at the top. We uh, we are. I hate this is hate, the embarrassing part. Yeah, I don't I don't like Tucking asking for tails. money. We're not asking for money, but uh there's a button up at the top called feed the tree. Yeah. If uh we decided to go into this endeavor out of our own pockets. We did. Um but you know, web space And we will continue and, to uh, to be if if we're if we're being completely honest, we will continue to. Absolutely. We're not we're not going to go anywhere because Joe and I are very capable of 
uh, in its current state running the network the way that yeah. it's, it's been running and everything's been great. But um, we, we've got places we're going. Well, we've got lots of various projects that we want to start doing and, yeah. and executing. And so it's, you know, we'd eventually love to have some cool t-shirts, you know, Elf Tree yeah, t-shirts. merchandise. And, uh, maybe a mug or something. Different, different types of products. Yeah. And, and, I, and I say products, different types of- Hair of, products. Of things that we're giving out. Yeah. You know, like, like swag. <laughs> swag. We want to give people those <laughs> cheap little backpack things that have our screen printed. Modeled by, uh, in, in just as tidy whities by Justin Bieber. I was just thinking Justin Bieber. <laughs> All God, right. Hey, perverts. Justin, uh, we are, we're going to try and get in touch with you then. We got some, some merchandising. We want you to be the spokesperson. Oh, man. I don't know if people would buy our shit because of that. That's true. So we may have to nix that idea. Okay. Even if he All agrees. Right. Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon that. Richard, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we, um, uh, we've got a lot of things that we want to do. And, uh, we're, and yeah, we're server space, doing web space. Doing what we can to like, we, we want to interact with everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and through interacting with everybody, we, I kind of, kind of want everybody to feel as if they've, they've just got a vested interest in, in what it is that we're doing. Cause we do. Well, we're like, uh, it's like watering the plant. It will grow and we will continue to better our shows, better our, our topics, go through and invite cool people and just kind of, you know, like we, like we live in the world of money. Uh, it helps us do things that we can't do right now. It's true. So it's true. It would be amazing. Any support would be incredibly appreciated and put to excellent causes. We will absolutely tell you where we're spending it as well. Absolutely. uh, we want to create something that you're creating with us alongside of, and uh, well, there's a, not ownership is not necessarily the right word, but but the cooperative, you know, investment yeah. in in Elf Tree Podcast Network. I mean, it's it's for you as much as it is for us. We're a network of beings creating <sighs> stuff that we like to listen to and and uh, talk about and, and share information, and hopefully impacting people. Hopefully, yeah, that's you know, that's in, the... in some form or fashion, could be positive, could be negative. We might be causing people to question the very existence they're living. Which you know what, I want to apologize for being any negative moments I had in this previous show because you know, there's times where I get passionate and say shit, and I'm like, ultimately See, at the end of the day, I'm like, ah, eh, I don't really care. Well, I, I mean, know. passion, passion can be. Uh, I care about be, good stuff. Can be well like placed, truth, but it can you know? also, yeah, exactly, well placed. But you know, it can also get away from you. So yeah, Joe's not a dick. Like having an opinion about stuff is so funny. <laughs> it is well because everybody's entitled to their opinion, and that's the thing. Everybody's told you're entitled to your own opinion based on your experience, which really means keep it to yourself because it's your opinion. It's not yeah. the collective opinion. But I bet you, if we asked everybody, it might be close to the collective opinion. Well, opinion is uh, is everything because anything that you get from anything, like any books or news or podcast, music or whatever, it's people's opinions put into whatever form, and then it's true. You consume it. You yes, exactly. You either identify identify with it or or you don't. And yeah. if you if you have a high opinion of what it is that we're doing, um, again, feed the tree. Um, in the, so, in the nicest way possible. Yeah. Like no, does that sound I, too harsh? I'm we thought that'd be a funny link too. Possible, we guess. thought that'd be the best, like visually, like feed the tree. Yeah, like water the tree. You know, a little, little, little fertilizer. Water, you know, little, it's, it's but it's organic it fertilizer. It's uh, manures. It's some well, it's, it's it's veganic. Actually. Veganic. Ooh. You know, that's all from the plant matter. Yum. So yeah, put some mulch on there. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're 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 starting off this concept of feeding the tree. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. 
because we want to grow. We want to grow. And uh, by grow, we mean grow marijuana. And our froze. And our froze. Grow some froze and uh, and some froyo. And I want to buy some birds, uh, with preferably fro- some crows. Crows uh, that'll fly above fro dough. <laughs> Baggins. <laughs> and then we're going to get cars, and then obviously we're going to have to spend most of the money on some hoes. Some hoes and take them to the motels. And the reality is no's. That's not going to happen, guys. I'm waving my little finger saying, no, no, no. We will not spend the money on stupid shit. It will be spent on amazing shit that will, it will be. grow this bad boy. Thank you in advance, everybody. We love you. Yeah, we love you. And so officially for this week on High Dare, I'm Ian. And I'm Joe. And help us grow to the sky. Yeah. Yeah. We got to go. go. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at high underscore dare. And be sure to check us out online at intertheelftree.com for all you old school dot comers. (laughs) 